0: This is the Protect Help Give Show with J.M. Ryerson.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Protect Help Give podcast. We are here with Thursday Thoughts, and I have my amazing guest speaker, Keith Spivey. Uh, He's out of Cincinnati. Keith has been in the business for roughly seven years, maybe give or take a year. And he is going to be talking to us about how to build a badass downline. Uh, Keith, is. if you haven't looked on the leaderboards on our back office, has one of the biggest downlines out there, um, and his residual income from that is something to speak about. So, Keith, welcome, my man. How are you?
0: I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you uh, being here.
1: Yeah, buddy. Uh, You knew that you were on my list to get on here because uh, people want to know how to build a downline. People want to know what it looks like, and then obviously we're not going to get too far into recruiting kind of want to get more in depth of when you recruit somebody and how that looks. Cause you have, you have some impressed people under you. Uh, so talk to us about that, my friend.
0: Yeah. So uh, essentially when I started, I was, I was obviously by myself. Um, I always tell people it's funny when I started, there was five of us uh, who were in a meeting room together. And at the end of seven years, uh, I'm the only one standing still from that room. Uh, And the focus point when I got in was I was so excited about the opportunity, I wanted to find people that would be as excited as I was. So as I was putting together my list, I put a list together of of four people that I really thought in the Cleveland area, which is you know where I'm from, but I live in Cincinnati now, that I thought would have an opportunity to really take this thing to the next level. Uh, And one of those people happened to be Darren Hacker. And I'll be honest, Darren wasn't exactly the one who I was. Super excited about the guy that I was really excited about never progressed into anything. But as Darren was in Cincinnati, I knew he was, you know, having some challenges where he was. So I started talking to him in the first month I was here, and he really wasn't interested because I wasn't doing anything. But um, I remember it specifically, I was over in uh, Mason, Ohio, which is where his old office was when he worked for his previous company. And I was at a house for like three hours back then, seven years ago, you know, I was taught if you sit in the house, the longer you sit in there, the, the, the better it is, the better chance you have of winning. Right. So I'm, I'm in this house. My wife's getting ready to call the police. It's, it's nine o'clock at night. And finally, um, I, I walk out of the house with three applications and I get in my car, my cell phone service was bad. And my wife's like, I'm about to call the police. Where are you? Well, I'm like, I'm going to be a little bit later. So I call Darren because I know he's at the office. I know how his business works. And I say, hey, man, let me take you out for a cup of coffee. Uh, So I go take him out for a cup of coffee and I pick him up. I'm like, hey, man, I just did this, this and this. And he's interested, but he's still not interested. So about two months later uh, is when I started really gravitating into school districts and luncheons. So it was a Tuesday and I said, hey, man. I've got this opportunity. I just did a luncheon. I got 26 appointments. I have another one Thursday. Can you make it? And back then, that's what we did. We would b- invite people to luncheons, right? We would invite them to staff meetings so they could see us in action. Well, Darren shows up, you know, and, and fashionably late as Darren always is because he's busy. Uh, and he sees the opportunity and he's like, oh my God. And pretty much that meeting was the tee up for what happened, because it was a Thursday. So I had just did a $246,000 transfer. He's like, let me see your bank account. He sees the commission check for like nine grand at, I don't know, I was at 70% or 80% at that point. So he's intrigued by that and he can't believe how many people are signing up for appointments on my sign in sheet. So he's like, hey, can I follow you around the next day? So we go out on five appointments. I think I went uh, four for five, wrote them all up. And what I did for Darren, cause I knew the potential of what he could bring to the table at that time. I said, listen, I've, I've written all these up on paper. Um, I will split these with you to kind of get you going. And then the next luncheon we'll do together. And that's what we agreed upon. I I wrote him in, we got him signed up. I held to these paper apps, got him in and we went ahead and moved forward. And, and to be honest, like I feel fortunate to have someone like that that trusted in me. Who really, I mean, Darren and I had probably known each other for maybe a year and a half, you know. So, but he knew my character at that time. He knew that what I was doing was something that was focused, and and he knew that I wouldn't steer him in the wrong way. And and I was honest with him the whole way. I mean, Darren and and Ben, they used to sleep at my house, or they'd be at my house every morning. You know, we, I, my wife would go to work, take the kid to daycare, and Here comes Ben and Darren up the driveway. You know, we're just working, figuring out what we're doing, you know, and we'd be together nonstop. I mean, I can tell you how many times Ben fell asleep back in my car. We're just like talking about insurance and Ben passes out. It was hilarious. It was a a fun time uh, for the company because we were really growing something special. And obviously, that's what we've done so far. Yeah, man.
1: And, uh, you know, we both have the same mentor with uh, J.M. Ryerson. And he always talks about, you know, when you bring somebody into the business, you know, train them like a brother, train them like a sister. And I think that's what you're referring to, right? Like you, you, you saw somebody with potential and it wasn't just let's sign you up and let's just start feeding you some stuff. And if you make it, you make it. If you don't, it's not that big of a deal. So kind of go in with those hard times. Cause I mean, we're talking about Darren hacker, who is uh, an MVP here with our company. And you're talking about, you know, Ben Jerome was an RV. So how do you think the, the conversation of, of that, you know, or not the conversation, but the, the bond that you guys built at the beginning kind of made it to where they would stick,
0: not only stick, but obviously, you know,
1: flourish in our
0: company? Well, I think when you look at it, um, they're about the money, right? They're about the activity. They're about the leads. Uh, The previous company we were at, they provided the leads. You had to build off referrals. And the way I looked at it coming into this is, wow, I go into the school, I build a relationship and there's an opportunity to make something happen. And the key phrase to that is, you know, again, you know how how are you doing how's your bank account because when you look for high profile people to come on to an opportunity you want to find people that really grasp what you're doing and take advantage of it cuz the last thing that anybody wants in our company let's just be honest is to have somebody that comes in and then expects you to do everything you know we want people that see the opportunity are like minded and want to be a part of our opportunity and and that's what Darren and Ben and you know people like that yourself included were you know uh, Nate when I met you you know we met at a certification class of NLG and I didn't know you at, at at all and and you walked up to me and said hey can I get some time with you you know those are the people that stick in our opportunity because they are going after what they want they're finding the people that can help them get to where they need and I spent you know numerous times driving up to to Cleveland and sitting with you in a Starbucks where we had an office or anything and just trying to help you you know proceed that and and it was it's great to watch it's great to see you doing things like this. It's great to see you you know still at the opportunity and man i i I can't believe it's been seven years I mean this time has flown by yeah, and I actually you brought it up earlier and
1: So the the comp that you made to show Darren to kind of get him intrigued on joining. Is because in our company we're 100% transparent. I saw that comp um, hit the back office, and I'm like, Keith Spivey, Cincinnati, one week. It was like ten or twelve thousand dollars because it wasn't just one deal that you got paid on for that week. And I'm like, how does how did he do that? And and that's why I I reached out. But you know, when it comes to you bring on somebody, I, I don't want anybody to to overlook this. Keith brought on well the way that he brought on Derek, showed them the opportunity after he showed them the uh, showed him the opportunity immediately started splitting him in on some apps so they can start feeding his pipeline and then he was with them step by step until they were ready to be let go or kicked out of the nest. Keith um, did a very similar thing to me. He drove up from Cincinnati numerous times, four hour drive one way. Uh, to to come and sit in a Starbucks sometimes, you know, depending on schedule, sometimes it was an hour, sometimes it was five hours, but it was, it was the nurturing of that relationship of, of why we are here today. So let's, let's talk about what you got going on now, right? You, you are obviously continuing to still build a team um, because your team is one of the biggest out there with appreciation. Uh, you, you, tell us what you're currently doing and how has that changed seven years from now? Cause this was Darren and I were 2015, you know, 2015, 2016, actually it was all 2015. So, you know, what are you doing now with somebody that's coming on board and, uh, and how does that look? Because obviously we're in a different atmosphere than what we were then with the, the pandemic hitting
0: on the virtual world. Yeah. So, um, I've got someone, uh, Susan Holt uh, and Scott Holt, Uh, they've been uh, with our company for, um, well, Susan's been here for uh, almost three years, a little over three years now, and she's, you know, doing really, really well. Uh, And she's someone who, you know, started off with a bang in our company, kind of took her licks and and started to to move forward and has always been consistent as far as making income. But really, uh, something has clicked in her in the last year and a half where she's really started to get really good at recruiting, really good at, you know, pieing up business. I think she has, you know, over 30 some thousand in her pipe right now. Um, Scott, her husband, uh, came up across, got lucky, uh, very much, a uh, J.M. Ryerson, in my opinion, uh, he came over from enterprise. He was a VP at enterprise. So we knew he had the talent, uh, and, and he's getting ready to hit 10 K club. Um, so, what i always tell people and i'll just say this you know everyone expects immediate gratification in our opportunity these days i feel like and sometimes you need to just steady the storm and watch them develop and not get upset about the growth factor because the right people if you can stay with them stay supporting them they will eventually shine and, and that's exactly what is, is happening with, with the Holtz team. You know, they brought in, you know, Susan's brought in her husband, her, her brother, you know, I'm seeing it. Uh, and then just recently uh, brought in a new person um, who uh, I think is going to be a, a, a fire stud. She's already um, looking at a, a, a deal right now, and, and she's two days in uh, of $1.5 million of a current client. So the opportunity is really growing, Uh, but sometimes sometimes it comes really fast. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time. So, And and I won't give up on people. Uh, That's the one thing that I can't do. It's hard for me to do. Um, I will still believe they can do it because eventually things will shine. Um, I got a guy right now who's been with us for a long time, just found out that he's walked into a $300,000 transfer. You know, I mean, it's that's the opportunity. You know, you just have to be patient. Sometimes everything can't be instant gratification. It has to be patient and keep following the system. If you have people that are continuing to be a part of your meetings, continuing to plug in, those are the people I want. Uh, Because if you're not plugging in or not having one on ones with me or, or not reaching out to me that tells me a lot about, you know, what you think of our opportunity. And, and this is, this is my business, this is my life. This is everything that, that I want to be a part of for the longevity of, of my life. You know, this is the legacy that I want to leave for my family. And, and that's how I treat it with everyone that comes in. Like I, you know, JM is right. You love them like a brother. You love them like a, a sister. You, you do what you can. Uh, and, and if you, they stay plugged in, you know, who knows, <laughs> You could have someone that walks in with a million dollars. I mean, we got Jason Sharon, who, you know, has been here for, you know, four or five years, just dropped a million dollars in transfer. His check last week was $30,000. I mean, that's, wow, right? I mean, that.
1: Yeah, uh, you're not kidding. So let's put some action steps out there, okay? Um, This is not a a recruiting call. This is about how how you, you treat your agents when they come through the door. They're not just another number. So what would you say are three, maybe four things that are an absolute must uh, when somebody comes through the door, they recruited, they just sign on the dot to join appreciation financial. They trust you enough. They trust the company enough. You know, how do you how, how do you go about it? What are three to four actionable steps of what you do with an agent to find the next Darren Hacker, right? The next Ben Jerome, um, the next Nathan Snarr. Like, h- how, are you, how are you forming that relationship and bond and then treating them like a brother or treating them like a sister? What are your three or four?
0: So the, the first thing I would say is I'm, I'm telling them, you know, obviously about the opportunity, giving them a background of my story with the company. So they don't feel like I'm at this high level that can't relate to what they're going through. I think a lot of people that come in uh, appear to feel that way, that they can't communicate with us. Um, So I try to give them my story, my background, who I am, so they know who I am as a person. The second thing I would tell you is I want to have constant communication. So I don't want a um, new recruit to feel like they can't contact me via text, phone call, email, whatever. I want them to feel like they have a relationship where they can continue to talk to me back and forth. Because at the end of the day, if there's no communication, nothing is getting done. Uh, And then three uh, is just, you know, let's go to work. Let's look at your warm market. Let's, let's get you comfortable with some people that, you know, you can get some, some practice, you know, some practice laps in some practice layups some practice free throws with. And let's see about writing some opportunities so you can get comfortable with the EAP process. Um, because you want to focus on one carrier when you start. And it's not for a long time, but you want to just understand that carrier. Because I can tell you from my experience, when you focus on one and then when you add others, it's a lot easier because you really understand the one. So that, that would be my you know, three and a half things that I would tell somebody.
1: I love it. So let's recap real quick. The, the four things he has, he, he focuses on the story because he is such at a high level. He doesn't, he wants to make sure that people know that he can relate to him. Uh, obviously constant communication, constant communication, constant communication that could probably be two through five to be completely honest. Um, And then work, let's go to work. Let's start getting some bats, right? Whether they're warm market or orphan clients doesn't matter. Let's start getting some, Warm at bats, some practice runs, some role plays. And then um, you know, it's it, it's I think that's critical, right? Mm-hmm. Getting that, and then four really focusing on you know one particular carrier and then building on that one carrier. Because so all of our products are basically very similar. So if you understand one carrier, you'll probably understand the next and the following and et cetera, et cetera. So I think that's smart. Um Keith, thank you so much for coming on, my brother. Uh, We're going to have you back on here. Uh, You are, you know, one of the best. uh, So much gratitude for you. So, guys, until next time, continue to get better every day, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Our goal is to help a lot of people create life-changing wealth and get better every day. For more information or comments, please reach me at jryerson at appreciationfinancial.com or connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Keep growing and we'll see you next time. This is the Protect Help Give Show with J.M. Ryerson.